Hello, and welcome to the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast. I'm Amy Julia Becker, and this is Season 1, Prepare Him Room, Advent Reflections. I'm so happy you're here with me to consider what happens when God shows up in the midst of the eggnog, gift wrap, holiday cards, tinsel, and let's be honest, the stress and the joy of this time of year. Thank you for listening. This podcast is for December 17th, Ordinary Hard Stuff. And the reading from scripture today is from Luke chapter 2, verses 2 through 7, comes from the New International Version of the Bible. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. So today's reflection comes from a time when our kids were little and our cat was alive, and I was in a bit of a hard spot personally. Our cat peed on our bed again last night. Merrily had a fever over the weekend. Penny dropped her glasses in the gravel outside our house, and it took all day to find them. She missed her bus. William got mad that he needed to get dressed this morning, and he whacked me in the arm with his stuffed giraffe. iPhoto wouldn't open on my new computer, and Excel stopped working on my old computer. A check bounced. It's the ordinary hard stuff of life, and I don't feel prepared, emotionally or spiritually, to deal with it. When Peter's mom was dying of cancer, when the doctors told us Penny had Down syndrome, I knew what to do. I knew we could rely on friends and family to pray for us. I knew we could expect baked chickens and flowers and cards. I knew people would understand if I just couldn't manage to volunteer for the nursery at church, or if I didn't return a phone call, or if I skipped out on a social event. And even if other people didn't understand, I was prepared to give grace to myself. God's presence felt tangible, as if Jesus were sitting at our kitchen table passing out compassion and hope alongside the green beans. I don't mean to imply that those days were easy, or that I would return to them if I could, It was grace in the midst of grief, compassion in the midst of pain, hope in the midst of a storm of doubt. But I could come back again and again to the story I believed, the story of a good God creating this world and all of us within it, the story of that world gone wrong, the story of Jesus coming to make it right, the invitation to participate in Jesus' ongoing work to restore goodness and justice and love. I clung to that belief, even as one clinging to the mast in a hurricane as the boat is about to capsize. Somehow I came out, bruised and battered and grateful, on the other side. Advent is a time of getting ready to celebrate Jesus' birth, and recently Penny read from our Advent mobile, I am preparing to meet a king, and not just any king, the greatest king of all. This king will have the power over sin and death, and I know this king will come. 
because God promised it long ago. And then, Merrily, Penny, and William each affixed stickers from their sticker advent calendar to a bare manger scene. At night, I've been singing the kids the only Advent song I know by heart, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, that mournful tune in a minor key, which implores Jesus to come again, to make true once and for all the promise of the kingdom of God, the kingdom where all is just and right and good. I expect that the cat won't pee on my bed when the kingdom comes in its fullness. But right now... As I prepare one more time to welcome Jesus into this world, into our home, into our family, I need to learn about expecting God to show up, not only when our life is in crisis, but also in the everyday. I need to learn about contentment in the midst of broken computers and children crying out in the middle of the night, and not just broken bodies and broken dreams. And just as I learned to see God in the nighttime vigils, when my mother-in-law lay drenched in sweat and murmured thank you as I sang Amazing Grace, just as I learned to receive God's presence in the acts of kindness when Penny was first born, I need to learn to see God once more in the midst of dishes and diapers and Penny's reading homework and William's incessant need to watch Bob the Builder. I started this reflection with a list of all the things that went wrong over the weekend. I should add that I watched Penny through the door of her ballet class as she stood up straight, obeyed every direction, and danced beautifully, and that Merrily, with her fever, spent most of the day cuddled upon my chest, and that William decided today that he should start helping to make his lunch, and that George, the cat, is as affectionate as they come. They give me reasons to complain. They also give me reasons to laugh, to give thanks to fall on my knees in wonder. That's my goal, my hope, my prayer this Advent season, to expect every day to gaze with wonder upon that babe in the manger and to give thanks. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast, Prepare Him Room. For more information, including a free PDF version of Prepare Him Room, go to www.amyjuliabecker.com. While you're there, you can also find out about Amy Julia's books, White Picket Fences, Small Talk, and A Good and Perfect Gift, and when she'll be speaking in your area. Thanks again for listening, and please do consider reviewing this podcast wherever you got it, and please share it with someone else who might enjoy it.